Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And welcome to America's Heroes Group, the Roundtable with Jesse Brown, VA Works. My name is Sean Claiborne, uh, National Guard veteran, U.S. Army National Guard, Illinois. October is National Breast Cancer and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Today is Saturday, October 9th, 2021. Cliff Kelly is our host. Executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. Today we have a great show for you. To you. Uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of things that are really important for veterans and also about feeding people that are hungry. We have a special panelist on the line with us today, a regular, Allison Volks. Are you with us today? You hear us? Um, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Pretty good. Did I pronounce your last name right? Is that Volks? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yes. So you're the VP of Development Communications with the Food Bank of Northwest Indiana. You're responsible for securing financial resources for the organization, such as funding, grants, getting uh, volunteers, corporate donors, and things like that. So tell us some of the things that you're working on uh, now. And also, you have a food drive coming up November 10th. I want to hear about that as well. Thank you. So the Food Bank of Northwest Indiana is uh, responsible for providing food assistance to food insecure individuals in Northwest Indiana. That's basically um, individuals, families, seniors, children, veterans who don't have consistency of food from day to day, and that could be for a variety of reasons. Um, So we provide food assistance through a variety of vehicles. Uh, Mobile market food distributions are probably uh, one of my favorite because they're the most efficient. It's basically we take um, truckloads of new, fresh food, purchased food, Mm. also mixed in with government subsidies to a different location in Northwest Indiana. Um, We probably do about six to seven mobile markets per week. And the the fact that they travel means that the mobile market food distributions are accessible to more people right in their local communities. Um, We are planning on, uh, we wanted to do something special for veterans. We, veterans are Um, have a high rate of food insecurity, um, especially in Northwest Indiana. And leading up to Veterans Day, we are planning two very special mobile market distributions um, specifically for veterans and their families. We're working with two uh, organizations that serve veterans to ensure that the the groceries and the food actually gets to them. Um, One of our our partners is the... um, 
is the Adam Benjamin BA in Crown Point, Indiana, in Lake County. And we're also hosting a Porter County uh, mobile market distribution for veterans in um, the, the day before. Mm-hmm. So your your mobile market brings food to the food deserts. That's a, I think that's a great thing, and that's pretty remarkable. What are the challenges of getting it to veterans, in the hands of veterans? And a lot of people don't realize, I think, is that there is a lot of people that are on, uh, that need uh, some kind of subsistence who are veterans and, and, their, and their families, not just for veterans, but even service members. So true. One of the greatest challenges is getting getting the food to them, the groceries to them. And so access, um, we mobile market is designed the way it is because it's extremely cost efficient and it can, it goes right to where the people are who need the food assistance the most. Um, when we, uh, thought about this project, we contacted organizations that we were confident had, uh, veterans as clients, as customers, um, just, had the, the kind of access that we don't necessarily have on a day-to-day basis. Um, you're, and you were right. We do uh, particularly look to serve food deserts because the, the accessibility is just not there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the mobile market food distributions, we're also very intentional about providing um, fresh produce for this particular um, set of mobile market distributions on November 8th and 9th for veterans. We're doing about 50 pounds of groceries, and included with that is a box of fresh produce that can be consumed immediately if necessary. Apples, oranges, bananas, and some other things that are um, really easy to to consume and also to prepare if needed. And one thing I like about it, you're also doing things that seem nutritional. So fruits and vegetables, particularly in food deserts, seem to be a big issue. Because a lot of times in food deserts, what you do have there is a lot of chips. you got a whole bunch of hot chips. you got a whole bunch of soda. you got a lot of sugar and salt, which is not necessarily good for the diet. So what are the challenges of, of getting and securing uh, sources of fresh fruit and also healthy food? For food banks, it's becoming a little less challenging as part of so uh, the Food Bank of Northwest Indiana is part of a national network, the Feeding America Network, where 200 food banks nationwide are working to address food insecurity. Through the Feeding America Network and and some amazing um, uh, partnerships that are possible because of that large network, we get access to fresh produce in a way that that local communities, local uh, stores might not be able to. So currently, we have so many initiatives that are allowing us to add uh, fresh produce to our food distribution, um, some partnerships, the Partnership for a Healthier America. We're also working, we have some grants that are specifically designed, United Way of Northwest Indiana, these two, these are two new partnerships that are allowing us to specifically add fresh produce to our mobile market food distribution. I think that's amazing. And then this for this particular event, you're targeting about 250 veterans and their families. Does that sound, does that sound about right? For, so for the, we have a Lake County and a Porter County. For the Porter County one, we are targeting 150 veterans, and then for the Lake County one. At the Adam Benjamin VA, we're uh, targeting three, uh, 200 veterans. So a total of 350. We are prepared to do a little bit more than that if necessary, mm-hmm. but that's our, our target number for right now. 
Okay. Now, lately, inflation has been a big issue, big issue with food prices, and everybody's seen that in the grocery stores. Like, uh, I looked at the IMF website, for example, but they're from April 2020. Uh, international food producers have increased their pricing by about 47%, which is the highest level since uh, on record. Um, this, this was just last May. Uh, prices went up, jumped like 40 50% on the production side of things. And then we're also seeing un, uh, unprecedented uh, food sh- uh, uh, shortages when the, inside grocery stores during the pandemic. Then we also had some, we have supply shortages because supply chain is kind of busted. How has that impacted your ability to get food out to the people? It's, there's been a tremendous impact. Um, as I mentioned uh, just a couple of seconds ago, really the only way that we're able to add in um, fresh produce in, at the capacity that we're doing um, this com- in November and the month coming is because of uh, funding from partners and organizations, corporations that understand exactly what you're saying. Um, It's a reality for us as well. Um, Outside of these partnerships, these collaborations, and these, um, these types of funding, we, it's limited what we can provide. So we're just extremely grateful that with, with all of the challenges that our nation is facing uh, food wise, farmers, all of those kinds of things that we have, um, um, partners, relationships, and collaboration with um, those that understand the need is still there. Regardless of these things that are happening, our, our communities, our neighbors still need healthy, nutritious food. Mm-hmm. And how can people donate, support you guys? Also, what types of, even for, at the corporate level, so if you have business, we have business owners and major corporations that might be listening to this broadcast on either on YouTube or, or follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, Give us your social media contacts, uh, how they can reach you, and also what information do they need in order to get involved to help you with your mission. Thank you. It's extremely simple to get connected to the Food Bank of Northwest Indiana. Our social media channels are very active right under that name, Food Bank of Northwest Indiana, and giving is just as simple. It's just foodbanknwi.org slash give. And um, you can, there's so many different ways you can give. Of course, we appreciate financial resources, but we also value time. We have a high need for volunteers to help us with the uh, food distribution, the food packing and sorting. And so multiple ways that you can get engaged with the food bank just by visiting either one of those channels, Food Bank of Northwest Indiana. Okay. Now, one thing also too, I wanted to talk about. So there is, there's sometimes people, in my opinion, I've seen that the 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 desire or the need for people to get food to go into a food bank because nowadays you can go almost anywhere. During the pandemic, you saw a lot of places where people were putting up makeshift um, refrigerators out in the open where people could just go and actually just either donate food or pick up food. Do you see a stigma still there for people to to admit or to come in and ask for food or get help? Is because it affects everyone at different you know social levels. We have people that live in nice neighborhoods, but live in low to moderate income neighborhoods that need uh, that have to suffer food insecurity. So, do you see us uh, that the mindset of the people changing as far as the stigma attached to asking for help, asking for food? That's such an excellent question. I believe that there is always going to be shame associated with it, just just because of the culture and the environment that we live in. With the Food Bank of Northwest Indiana and other food banks, we do we aggressively um, work to remove any stigma associated with getting food assistance. 
we're fully aware that there is no face to hunger. It's not just a homeless person or it's not just a whatever, but ho- the face of, of hunger is you or me. And um, we address food insecurity, which means that at any point in your life, you could need food assistance. It could be a, a widow who had been relying on her husband for husband's income and then all of a sudden found herself needing a little bit of assistance. And so we design our um, service in order to alleviate any shame associated with it. We uh, ask for proof of residency, but we don't turn anyone away. Currently, because of we're still in pandemic mode at most food banks, um, because we're still seeing elevated numbers of individuals and families needing assistance. Um, To give an example, every other year prior to 2020, our food bank served approximately 25,000 people per year. Well, in 2020, we served more than 650,000 people Mm -hmm. per year. So that, yes, there might be a shame associated with it, but those numbers, that spike in numbers reflect how great the the need was during that time. What we're seeing in 2021, the numbers aren't quite at the 650,000, but they're still elevated way high above any other year that uh, any other service year. And so um, what's helping, I believe, this year, last year, is that we were forced to go um, to to transition to a drive-through distribution method for the mobile market. And so that means you drive up, you show your ID through the window or out the window, however you choose, and you pop your trunk and you get your groceries loaded into your trunk and that's it. Hmm. And so um, the pandemic, we transitioned to that, but but we discovered that to address your question directly, it's, it's helping to minimize any stigma or shame associated with um, coming to get food assistance even greater than than before. So it's there, the stigma, the shame is there, but at food banks nationwide really work hard to, to alleviate or to minimize that as much as possible. So I got my next question is two thing, twofold. So first, um, if you don't have it handy, get the number, get a phone number that people can call to get information also to for, cause a lot of veterans, particularly, particularly older people don't like to get on the internet and not savvy with cell phones, things like that. So for that audience, cause we have a big radio audience, um, can you, do you have a phone number that they can call? But then also give out once more, one more time, a the information for your contacts, for social media, all the good stuff, so people know where to find you, and your, your locations, and so on. Definitely. So I am going to give you a, a. So the the veterans mobile markets are Monday, November eighth, and Tuesday, November 9th. We're still finalizing the Porter County location, but the Lake County location is at the Adam Benjamin VA 9301 Madison Street in Crown Point at from 2 until 4 p.m. That's Tuesday, November 9th. If you want to sign up to get um, text message notifications about the mobile market, where they travel, where they're going, the times and things like that, you can use your text messaging number. Simply text MARKET, which is M-A-R-K-E-T, to area code 219 500 That's 219-500-6464. And simply text market 
and you'll get text message notifications about upcoming mobile markets, usually um, a couple of days in advance. If you just want general information about the mobile market and other food bank uh, food assistance programming, you can. Our uh, direct line is 219-980-1777, 219-980-1777. And we just happy to help any way that we can. I think it's great, too. One thing that reiterates is that, like you mentioned before, you don't ask for ID. You don't ask for, like, a note. you don't have to bring your DD-214 or any of that kind of stuff. You basically just show up. And do you still have the drive-through uh, service where you can just drive through and pop the trunk, or is that – Discontinued. Yes, okay. for for the veterans, they, for all of our mobile markets, but specifically for the veterans, um, they are still drive through. Yep, all same right. thing. And no DD. We did wrestle. Uh, we talked about whether we wanted to require something because we do want veterans to show up, mm-hmm. but we um, decided against it. And so no DD, no no credentials are required. Basically, you show up. You just you know, you show ID. We do track where our, um, the city, the cities, the state, the areas that people are coming from. But beyond that, nothing more. Pop your trunk, get your groceries, and you're off. Mm-hmm. And where do you see the biggest need in, around the, in our area, at least? Anyway, the areas that you serve, where do you see the most, um, the, the most under, underserved communities and what types of uh, things do they really need that could be done maybe at the the government level to try to improve these food deserts and also improve um, access to healthy food? You know, so the greatest need is definitely in areas where food deserts exist. Um, I do think, uh, I, I don't want to get into a <laughs> you don't huge name any names. discussion. I know. You discussed well, about really this. I wanted to hear those names. Where are these, these aldermen and mayors that are, you know, to step up to the plate and try to encourage to get businesses to come into those communities and grocery stores coming into those communities besides gas stations selling yeah. hot chips? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah absolutely. Well, <laughs> There, some of them are in Northwest Indiana. Some of the obvious ones, where the rates of food insecurity are the highest. Not just that, but high rates of seniors. So what we what we learned in our work um, is that seniors and children will always need assistance. Children who are on free and reduced lunch, they have consistency, you know, for breakfast and lunch at school, but not necessarily when they go home or even on the weekend. So. Um, areas like Gary, Hammond, East Chicago, um, and uh, areas in, in in Chicago that kind of border those areas are probably always going to need food assistance. I think that um, help comes in the way of some of the things that already exist, increased SNAP benefits, um, allowing SNAP to be used um, on Instacart. You know, if it, it doesn't help if you have SNAP benefits if you don't have transportation. Mm-hmm. So just alleviating barriers to the access um, and farmers, having farmers markets in communities like these and educating people on the benefit of, of eating, consuming, uh, growing fresh produce. Um, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but no, go ahead. <laughs> I, I agree a- with you 100 percent because I would love to see. <laughs> Because because you mentioned two things. First of all, there's farmers markets and farmers, local farmers and locally grown food. 
that has yet to find a market or yet to Absolutely. find a full market they, where they can attract people that actually could be benefiting from that. And those, those guys are growing the exact food that we need to eat as humans <laughs> so that we can be stronger, better, smarter, and, and not have high, di- high blood pressure and diabetes when we're, when we're True, true. And uh, along, in order, though, to, I mean, we, we have to teach and educate our, our neighbors on the value of consuming healthy food. And that, by eating, consuming these things, you're lowering blood pressure. So it's, it's multifold. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are so many things that we can do um, in order to, to address food insecurity. It's not just, you know, food banks. It's not just um, uh, churches and pantries. I mean, as a community, there's so many uh, simple and key things that we can do to begin to alleviate and to help uh, with with needs for food, hunger overall. Mm-hmm. And so, so city planners, mayors, corporations that work in the food service, think about that and start to do things a little bit better. So so thank you yeah, very much, definitely. Allison, for your time. Thank you for, for all the work that you do. You've done and touched on some really important topics, and I hope people take that to heart. I appreciate your time. Thank you us. so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me and uh, for allowing us to share this this great work, this great mission. Um, Hunger is a real uh, issue in our community, and we're just pleased to be able to to be working in this space. America's Heroes Group will be right back. I'm Cliff Kelly, Vietnam veteran and host of America's Heroes Group, the game changer in radio, print, and digital media programming. We are a roundtable talk show where information, resources, and referrals are provided intentionally every Saturday to empower our military population on WVON 1690 AM, the iHeart Radio app from 4 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please visit our website at www.americashd.org. Hi, this is Cliff Kelly, the host of America's Heroes Group. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or the result of malpractice, you have only one chance to get the compensation you deserve. You need a law firm you can trust with experience and resources who will fight on your behalf. With a proven track record of excellence both in and out of the courtroom, call Seidman, Margulis, and Fairman at 312 312- 781-1977 for a free consultation or visit SeidmanLaw.net. That's Seidman, S-E-I-D-M-A-N, Law.net. Hey, Cliff, where can a veteran business owner go on the south side of Chicago for breakfast, lunch, and dinner meetings? I'm a veteran, and that's an easy answer. Pearl's Place on 39th and Michigan. Pearl's Place has free parking available across the street. Reasonably priced, quality food that tastes delicious. Veteran owners, there's no place like Pearl's Place. Governor of Talk Radio, your executive producer wants to know, where can I go for delicious shrimp? Any suggestions? Absolutely. The one and only veteran business owner, Harris Gulf Shrimp, at 7448 Vincennes. I personally eat there. The price and shrimp are nothing other than fantastic. Thank you, the one and only Governor of Talk Radio. 
Market, advertise, and sponsor your business with Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and America's Heroes Group, where information and resources are intentionally disseminated via radio, print, and social media. Call our office for more details at 312-803-2618. Payback Law is proud to sponsor and partner with Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and America's Heroes Group. I'm attorney Monica Ireland Karras of Tayback Law. If you're a veteran and you have been wrongfully denied your VA benefits or you feel your condition was not properly evaluated by the VA, visit TaybackAttorneys.com. At Tayback Law, we fight for those who fought for us. 414-375-1735. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.